Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Four ways to approach goal getting differently this year and beyond, but you'll see. Goal getting differently can incite or excite, depending on the person. You know, are you one who's first in line to try something new and you're excited about it, or freaked out and shaking in your boots because someone said, mm, let's try something new? I get it. But being fresh into a brand new year goal getting is top of mind. So we may as well talk about it, but we're going to talk about it differently. See, wishing is not a strategy and willy nilly is not a good plan. Yeah, that's exactly how many of us resort and revert to when it comes to doing things differently in our goal getting, which is the topic of today's podcast. And I'm going to give you 24 ways to go about your goal getting differently. But listen, I'm not here to stir up the guilt trip. I'm sure you do that yourself enough about the same goals that get put on your list year after year. I know because I do it, you know, the end of the year rolls around and you start to panic of all the things that you promised yourself that you were going to do. They didn't get done. And now you just, you know, chalk it up to your failure and, um, you know, buckle down and, and double down. This is going to be my year, right? We all do it. This isn't, we're not going there. And listen, bombarding you with new ideas, approaches, or concept without some type of established foundation is only going to cause more overwhelm. And we know what happens when there's more overwhelm. We shut down. And shutting down is definitely not the productivity or goal-getting mindset that either of us are hoping for, especially to start off a new year. See, there are four things that I keep in mind, whether I find a system and keep it or trying my goal-getting differently. So as we look to this new year and you know your goals and setting them and getting them and all that i want you to keep these four things in mind define discover determine do it what do i mean by that define who you really are beyond roles titles labels and your history this is your those expectations define who you really are before you um, discover the gaps between you and your God-given dream, like the gaps between um, where you are and where you wanna be. Then you have to determine 
your priorities, your assignments, your habits, and your strategies. See, these all build on each other. First, you have to define and identify who you are. This speaks to your identity. When you're solid there, then you can step into your authority. This is your discovery phase, right? Then you move into a level of productivity. This is where you determine what are your priorities? What are your assignments? What are your habits that help you or hurt you? And what are you going to do about it? And then lastly, that leaves us to do it, which I like to say this has to do with visibility. You're actually going to see results. You're going to see outcomes. So these four areas, define, discover, determine, do it, or as I like to say, identity, authority, productivity, visibility. This formula has served me well for nearly a decade, and I've been sharing it in various ways and forms for nearly as long. As a matter of fact, it's how my book is broken down into these four parts. So if you read or um, read Beautiful Masterpiece, um, the chapters are broken into four parts. These four parts, define, discover, determine, do it. Anyway, these four areas speak to who you are, what's within your control, how to handle whatever messes life throws your way, and where you're needed and most effective at showing up and getting things done. Now, with that foundation and framework covered, let's get to this list of 24 ways you can approach your goals differently. And that's not just for this year, but also beyond. Now, the following list isn't by any means an exhaustive one, but I pray that you'll find inspiration from it because it's inspiration that sparks the motivation needed to become a go-getter, not just a dreamy, dreamy, <laughs> a dreamy goal setter. And I say this often, and I'm going to say it again. Inspiration is an inside job. Motivation is the outside of how that inspiration shows up. Okay. So if you're sitting around waiting for motivation and you're not motivated to do anything, that just means that you are not inspired. There's, there's that spark has not been lit inside of you. And we want to move you from, um, you know, that place of dreamy goal setting to deliberate goal getting. And this doesn't mean that you're obsessed with your goals and, and things like that. I, I don't want to, um, you know, don't hear what I'm not saying. We want to be productive, but not at the expense of, you know, actual living, living our lives. Um, that's a whole nother post. Let me write that down because I can write about that. Anyway, pen and paper if you have it or um, follow along in the blog post, but 24 ways to approach your goal getting differently. Now, I could have made this list much shorter, but I like giving you one-stop shop resources. And to that end, I've broken this list of 24 into four sections. And the reason why I did this is because you can think of each group as options for each quarter of the year. And with that approach, there should be no excuse 
for goal getting boredom because that's one of the reasons why we give up. We pick a goal, you know, in the beginning of the year and then we just drag it out and it takes us an entire year maybe to get to that one goal because ah, I have time. That's my goal for the year. I have time January. I'm just going to kind of chill and, and reassess and, oh, well, I was busy in February. Oh, we went on vacation in March and well, now it's almost summertime and, you know, and then October rolls around and then you remember that goal and you either you, you hit it or you just recycle it. And I talk about this, um, in, in my book, um, too, but <clears throat> for now, <laughs> getting off track, let's look at the first six ideas as like a first quarter option for goal getting differently. Okay. Number one, celebration over toleration. This means, um, learn to train yourself to celebrate your wins instead of tolerating, <laughs> um, what you're unsatisfied with. And this could look like make a list of your top achievements from the last year. Maybe it's 12, one for each month. The point and the goal here is to see your progress. Learn how to celebrate your wins so that you become more familiar with what that feels like. And you create that desire and that inspiration. And aside from that, celebrating your wins creates momentum. Momentum creates progress and progress gives you results. All right. That's number one. Number two, journal those thoughts, feelings, and ideas. I cannot implore you enough to take up journaling if you don't already. Not only is it therapeutic, problem solving, but it's like wisdom gaining. If nothing else, start a journal just for recording delightful moments. You could, you could have a happiness journal when something great happens and it doesn't have to be something major. We're not talking about major milestones. It could be the littlest things. And then you could go back and visit it regularly. And if you don't have a journal, please go to the focus shop and check out the brand new Val journal valued, amazing love. It's the perfect place to put messy thoughts, big ideas and pieces of possibilities. Moving on. Number three, gamify your goals. There's a reason we like games, competition, a clear objection objection. I cannot speak today. Let's try this again. And you know, I don't edit my podcasts. You hear what you hear. Gamify your goals, competition, a clear objective and reward. These are the things that we like when it comes to games. When was the last time you turned your goal getting into a fun game? And if you don't even know how to do that, book a strategy call with me. And I promise I'll share with you about, um, two gamified goal systems that I have. Um, one is messy and the other is focus and they both, um, are centered around a bingo board. So if you want to play messy bingo or focus bingo, either way, it's 
a fun way to gamify your goals. Number four, create a productivity playlist. Music is a great tool. Whether you use it as a mood buster, soul soother, or powering up your cleaning, creativity, or workout. Create playlists for each goal-getting mode. Cleaning the house, have a playlist for that. If you are just, um, you know, creatively working, maybe you're brainstorming, there's music for that. Maybe you just need to um, take a moment and maybe it's just instrumental music or something like that, but create productivity playlists. Number five, mission with vision. Remember vision boards? Yes, they're still around, but these days we do them a bit differently. Um, I'm talking like Pinterest. Sometimes seeing the vision helps you pursue the mission a bit more purposefully. So, if you're not a, you know, cut up magazines and put it on a poster board, kind of a paper, um, there are, you could go into Canva and, uh, you know, take certain pictures and create a vision board there and save it as a screensaver on your computer or your, um, your phone. Again, I mentioned Pinterest. You could create Pinterest boards. There's all things that you could do, but give yourself a visual, something to get excited about and, you know, the possibilities of what you can do. Number six, keep a jammed up jar. This is for when you lose your goal-getting mojo. And listen, we all do. I do. I lose my goal-getting mojo from time to time. Well, the best way out of a jam is perspective. So in this case, collect your best quotes, mantras, verses, things that are going to snap you back to the mission and put them in a jar. Pull one out the next time you're feeling your progress has jammed up. Again, you can print these pictures out and put them in the jar. Um, I like physical things. Like this is something you could probably create like a, a Pinterest board for, you know, quotes and mantras and verses and things like that, which is good. But I also like the physicality of, um, things. So putting them in like a pretty glass jar or something like that, and you can go and pull it out and that can be a reminder of the day. All right. So that was six. Think of that as like your first quarter. I just gave you six different, um, creative ideas to not get bored with your goals. So here are some more that you can use for, let's say second quarter options. Okay. So number seven, color up your calendar. I love color coding my plans because it gives you an instant snapshot of what you're looking at on your calendar. And if you need help with this concept, I have a video on YouTube about it. I will link that in the show notes. Um, but it walks you through whether you use a paper planner and use colored pens and highlighters, or you can put tasks or your goals on colored note cards. And you can also um, use a Google spreadsheet and or a Google calendar and co color code things that way. Okay, I'll put that link. Um, number eight, mindful movement. Let's face it, our lives have become more sedentary than ever before, right? 
we know we need to move our bodies more. But maybe you're like me and a workout regimen is just too far-fetched for your goal-getting mojo. You can still try some intentional movement. Maybe you do 10 wall push-ups push or jumping jacks every time you use the bathroom. Or maybe um, every time you go into the kitchen for another cup of coffee, you lunge your way there throughout the day. These are small things that you can do but it adds up and I'm not sure where I heard it or read it and I'm not positive the actual time frame, but I think it's something like for um, every 50 minutes that you sit, you should get up and move like move, move for at least, you know, five to 10 minutes. So, you know, I don't know, jog in place, do some jumping jacks or whatever, but this is a good way um, just to, get moving, but it also helps with the creativity. And think of this list, and I know we're only on number eight, but think of this list as, as your way of creating a menu of goal-getting options. And it can be fun and effective. And I hope that you're having fun even listening to this, but imagine curating your own um, menu of options, okay? Number nine, take a worship walk. I love this one and I don't do it nearly enough. But um, when I go on a walk, sometimes I pray as I walk through nature. Um, I'll listen to a sermon or worship music while walking. You know, this does more for your goal getting than you could even imagine. And talk about creating um, ideas for how to achieve your goals. I'm telling you, just even if you walk around your house, take a worship walk. Number 10, plan power hours. This one is as simple as it sounds. Create a plan of action an hour at a time and execute. And I have a whole post on um, how to put the power back into your hours. And I break down the letters P-O-W-E-R link that in the show notes. Number 11, tech timeout. This one may be harder than it seems for some. We are so addicted to our devices, aren't we? But intentionally taking the time to unplug can prove to be quite beneficial. Set some time to try it. If nothing else, maybe create a tech-free zone. Number 12, puzzle your pieces. Your goals are just pieces to a bigger picture. So why not have some fun and create a printable version of that vision, write the steps to get that it'll take you to get there all over the back of this picture. And this is where willy nilly is actually helpful. Then draw lines around those steps to create like a puzzle picture, then cut up those pieces and you have a fun way to see progress towards your goal. So maybe you, once you cut up those puzzle pieces, you put them in um, a bar or a bar, a jar or a box. Um, and you're just like, eh, I need to work on something on my goal right now or whatever. Let me pull a piece out and work on it that way. Or lay them out in order. You know, do the edges first, then work your way towards the middle. However that works for you. But the point is, make it fun. Goal getting does not have to be boring. All right, let's keep going. 
<clears throat> and again, this is not even a comprehensive list of ideas, but think of it as, um, you know, quarter options. And if you're playing along, this would be our, we're in the third quarter. So number 13, savor the joy of planning. Just like cooking up your favorite meal simmers up excitement to get it onto your dish and into your belly. Let your planning create that kind of desire. Pay attention to the ingredients you're mixing and what dish you're expecting. And I have a post on how to plan with more joy. I'll put that in the show notes. Number 14, podcast potluck. In a relentless pursuit of finding a new recipe for success, sometimes we miss what's right in front of us. Ask your fellow go-getters for their favorite podcast episodes that have to do with your current goal. Too shy? Well, you could always start with this podcast and pick a topic that resonates with you right now. Um, go ahead and go to the Prioritize Focus podcast and scroll the different episodes. Um, number 15, symbolic sight lines. Create visual reminders of your goals throughout your spaces. Think of it like a goal-getting treasure hunt. Maybe you have a beachy scented candle that is a reminder of a dream vacation goal that you're working towards. Or maybe it's a sticky note on your mirror to remind you of your ability or a favorite mug, a pen, a picture. Get creative and make it fun. Whether it's in your office or, and I am huge with um, your workspace, wherever your workspace is, it should be inspiring. Um, and it should, you know, you should be able to look around the room and be like, oh, I know what that means. I know what that means. And oh, um, this is what I'm working for. Whether it's, um, you know, a plaque with a verse or a quote on it or, you know, a picture of your family, whatever. Approaching your goals differently is a mindset shift as much as it is courageous, but you'll never know if you don't experiment and try. Number 16, fast fuel. What you feed yourself will dictate your energy levels. And I can't tell you the benefits of fasting, both of food and habits. Do you need a social media fast? Have you ever tried a 24 hour food fast? And fasting with prayer is the most powerful reset that I know of. Take some time to decide what goes in your fuel tank so that it's for maximum benefit for you. Number 17, pajama planning. Instead of dabbling your way to your goals, take a chunk of time and really plan. This doesn't have to be boring. Take a day. Stay in your PJs and take up all the space you need to craft your goal-getting tactics. Maybe you spread stickies all over your dining room wall. Maybe you brainstorm with notebooks all over your bed. Maybe it's takeout and index cards on your living room floor. Whatever you do and decide, just do it. And you could always tweak it as you go. But commit to something. Number 18. Book stack stimulus. What are the books that have transformed, informed, and helped you perform your best? Stack or display them in a way and place that inspires you to keep going. If you read the blog, I have a picture of me holding a stack of just some of the books that I refer back to. 
And in the picture, you can't see the side with all the sticky notes poking out of the pages. And yes, my book is in that stack and I do refer to it often. It is a guide for sure. Um, now we're finally getting down to the last, I say quarter and fresh options to choose from for your goal getting. All right. Number 19, goal garden. This is definitely goal getting differently. Maybe you plant seeds, name them according to your goals, and now you'll have something to visually remind you to nurture and grow your goals too. Number 20, mentor matchup. In my book, I share about the importance of having and being a mentor. I call it being a middle vow, which is a play on middleman and what I call my God assigned peeps, vows, valued amazing ladies. Take some time to consider who you're mentoring and who it is that is mentoring you and match up accordingly. This alone will help you see and achieve your goals differently. If you don't have either, let's see if I can help you match up. Schedule a call. Number 21, fun with friends. Face-to-face -face time is so important to our overall well-being. To that end, how are you doing with that? I'm not talking about the necessary day-to-day -day interactions. I mean intentional, present, and planned, let your hair down, get-togethers. The beauty of the age we live in is that long distance is no longer an excuse to wait. Virtual game nights are fun and possible, and fun helps you relax and ease stress. That gets the creative juices flowing too, which is quite helpful for goal-getters like us. All right. Saving the best goal-getting tactics and how you can do them differently for last. Number 22, 30-day habit stacking. We pat ourselves on the back after mapping our entire year's goals. Then, after February, don't give it our all again until probably the fall, if at all. What if you looked at every 30 days as a goal to prove how committed you are to your year-end aspirations? Create a winning streak for yourself 30 days at a time. And you know what I'm going to say my favorite tool is to do just that. The 30-day prioritized focus success planner. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. And I've been using this since I created it for myself in 2017. And currently, this is the third edition and it has been totally revamped. It has tear out pages. It is full color. Um, you've got to check this out. All right. That was number 22. Number 23, leave the lair. How many hours do you spend strategizing, planning, envisioning, and working on your goals? Odds are they're longer. You hunker down the quicker the creativity stops flowing. Sometimes you got to get up and walk away, take a break, change environments. Breaking away sometimes leaves room for the breakthrough you are so desperately trying to force. Maybe once a week you work at a coffee shop. Maybe you go to the library. Maybe you just stroll your favorite bookstore, whatever it is. But sometimes you've got to leave the problem or whatever it is that you're working, for, working on. And I call this leave the lair. And lastly, number 24, praise for the provision. I saved the best goal-getting tactic for last. 
When the mission seems impossible, the stamina has faded. Obstacles and setbacks seem to be the norm instead of the exception. That's when you remember to praise God for the solution he's already got in the works. This one action changes the atmosphere, your attitude, and ultimately the outcome. Goal getting differently is only as effective if your commitment to the foundation supporting your ultimate vision exists. Keep that vision and the foundation supporting it always at the forefront of all that you do and pursue. That way, you'll only be goal getting differently as opposed to chasing down different goals. Notice the difference? One has you focused on how to get where you're going and the other keeps you guessing at the path and the plan to get there. Goal getting differently right there with you. Listen, I'd love to hear what you've got on your goal getting differently menu, let's say. Let me know. And January is the perfect time to give your joy some extra focus. And if that sounds good to you too, you'll want to grab this month's 30-day prayer prompts. These are 30-day prayer prompts centered on five focus categories, personal, business, community, relational. Um, and you can find those in the focus shop. Again, 24 ways to approach goal getting differently. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you've gotten some takeaways, encouragement, and practical and tactical tips that you can use in your everyday real life. I encourage you to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Share this out on your social media platforms if you feel that it will be beneficial to someone else, which I hope that it is. And stay in the know by going over to dinafarrell.com. That's one N, two R's, two L's, dinafarrell.com, or simply prioritizedfocus.com. No matter what, I want you to know that you are valued, amazing, and so very loved. Now get out there and live like it.